0: When I was first starting out, I would take coffee meetings at 7 a.m. I would take any kind of happy hour meeting after hours. Now my priorities have shifted a little bit and I have to have those times for myself and for family time. If somebody were to ask me on a coffee meeting at 7 a.m. now, it's gonna be a no. I I don't need to take 7 a.m. coffee meetings. It's just not necessary. If I said yes to that meeting, I would be giving up my routines and my disciplined actions for somebody else's agenda.
1: So far, we've discussed core values, finding your purpose, and goal setting.
0: In this episode, we're talking about boundaries, but before we get into the discussion, let's go over some basics.
1: I love basics.
0: Chris, remind us where we're at.
1: Uh, We're in the vision domain.
0: All right, vision is having a sense of purpose, clear goals, clarity around your priorities, and the ability to make decisions based on where you want to go. So what are boundaries?
1: The edges of the trail on the way up the mountain.
0: Vision is seeing the end goal, the top of the mountain. Mm -hmm. We need a trail to help get us there and
1: The points up the trail are your goals and your boundaries are the unbeaten path of the trail, the sides.
0: Got it. All right, let's get into it. I'm Chris. And I'm Kylie. And this is Redefining Resilience.
1: Where we explore what it means to build a resilient lifestyle
0: so you can thrive in any and every situation. My communication coach, Alex Perry, helped me tremendously when it came to setting boundaries in a personal and professional sense, and the one thing she said to me when it came to boundaries that has stuck with me is, would you rather choose guilt or resentment? Guilt, if you say no to somebody, and that guilt might last all of five minutes, or resentment for who knows how long because it sounds like you might have been carrying around some resentment from that arrangement and it probably ate you up a lot longer than the five minutes you would have felt guilty for saying hey i can't do this anymore
1: that's a huge issue because no you don't really see the guilt more than you don't see that it's only going to last a couple minutes or a day or two days or a week it guilt feels heavier up front than resentment right because you don't resent them right there
0: well and intrinsically we want people to like us so by saying no we associate that with disappointing somebody or letting them down and then dealing with somebody who no longer likes us
1: or the assumption that saying no
0: is going to equate to that well, yeah. yeah yeah
1: i want everybody to like me so i'm going to say yes to all things
0: right And if you say yes to everything, you're really spreading yourself too thin. And you're also working outside of where you're actually comfortable, most likely. When you think about setting boundaries, you know, in your mind, what is a boundary? What does it mean to set boundaries?
1: If I want to be a really good athlete... I have to have time to develop the skill that they hired me to do in the first place. If I don't set boundaries to develop my skill, I'm doing myself and them a disservice because I'm not becoming better. If I allow them to occupy all of my time, my learning and development and skill has stopped because all I'm doing is using my current knowledge base to help them. I'm not developing at all. So I think setting boundaries is allowing you to develop as a human, uh, as an athlete, as a whatever, a teacher, whatever you're doing. Your boundaries are just healthy sets of time or allotments of time to become better, to work on yourself and saving your energy level for it.
0: So when I think of boundaries, I think of you're protecting your energy.
1: Yeah, That's exactly what I said, but in a very short amount of time. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: gave the long-winded version of it. That's the simplified version. <laughs>
1: well, yeah, but I mean, I'm pretty long-winded, so.
0: Boundaries really in its simplest form are <laughs> protecting your energy because at the end of the day, an unhealthy boundary is essentially disregarding your own Or someone else's values, your wants, your needs, or limits. So respecting those wants, needs, limits, or values is what putting boundaries in place really means. And that's not a selfish thing.
1: Well, That's why it's hard for people to do it is they feel like they're being selfish.
0: Right. And I can I can empathize with that because at one point I was that person that said yes to everything and then was just run down and exhausted because I was saying yes to things that I really did not enjoy. And it could be saying yes to a coffee meeting with somebody that I know was going to spend an hour or 75 minutes of my day just bitching. You know, I don't want to listen to somebody complain for an hour. So I learned how to say no to to coffee invitations that really didn't serve a purpose. I learned how to say no to social events that really didn't align with my values. When I gave up drinking, I no longer wanted to be at, you know, shithole bars for an eight-hour darty drinking all day. So, saying no to those things is now something that I'm very practiced at and will protect my energy at all costs. Because going back to the guilt versus resentment, I don't want to go to an event and be angry that I said yes to it.
1: Yeah. I think everybody's done that quite a bit, but uh, it does build resentment mm-hmm. quickly.
0: Yeah. Well, and one thing we have to, do before We can say, you know, here's a boundary. You have to know what your core values are. So we talked about personal core values in previous episodes, and it's so essential because you need to know what matters most to you and how you're going to make your decisions. It's much clearer when you can say, well, I don't want to go to this networking event because there's a lot of people there that might not have the same integrity standards that I have. Or maybe every time I've gone in the past, it has not been fun. So those are going to be the filters by which I make my decisions and say yes or say no to. So I have to have my values in place because those are my guideposts that help me make the choices.
1: So when are boundaries necessary?
0: Boundaries are applicable in lots of different situations, Sometimes the boundaries might just be with yourself, personal boundaries. Sometimes boundaries might be with other people. But either way, it's almost like you're putting rules in place to help you make faster, smarter decisions.
1: Well, yeah, that you'll feel good about intrinsically and that builds you up.
0: Yeah. Take a look at sleep, for example. I have a calendar reminder That goes off at 9 p.m. every night and we get reminded to go to bed because sleep is important, right? That's a boundary that if we're going to break it, we're going to make a very intentional decision. Okay, we have something tonight that's going to keep us up late, but we're going to do what we need to do to prepare for that. Otherwise, the rule is at 9 o'clock, we start getting ready for bed and go to sleep because sleep is a huge priority, Right. So we have boundaries in place to protect sleep when it comes to self-care. I mean, I probably have more boundaries around my self-care. You do. (laughs) But I think it's really important because I have to, again, if I'm managing and protecting my energy as effectively as possible, taking care of myself is one thing that has to be done in order for me to show up as my best for everyone else.
1: The people that I know that are really successful at what they do have a very uh, intricate set of boundaries for everything. They know when they're showing up to work. They know when they're leaving work. They know when they're, you know, putting time in for email time, You know, email uh, back and forth. They're not doing things during other times. They they leave work and leave work. They don't hang on to it till nine o'clock at night. They're not emailing at midnight. And they're very successful. But the human system functions really, really well on regulation. So all you're doing with your boundaries is building regulation for your system to adapt to easier. And you're following your core values. So if they change over time because things change, your core values will change when you have children. A hundred percent, right? And they'll change the more children you have. So my core values, three daughters deep, is different than when I didn't have any. But because I know them, when it does change, I can adapt to them easier.
0: Yeah, and any big life change is going to cause you to reevaluate your priorities and what matters most to you. So your your boundaries may flex and change over time.
1: Well, they have to because we are. Right. right. And we live in a world that's ever-changing. So you're probably not going to have the same job in the world we live in for the next 25 years, you're probably gonna change. And if you don't change, your job changes around you. So people are getting acquired and sold and changed around all the time, businesses are. So you're going to have to adapt.
0: I think about boundaries and the quote that I heard that sticks with me is, what you consume consumes you. So you're either gonna say yes to a lot of things that you don't really want to And then it's going to eat up at you at the core, or you're going to put some structure and some rules in place and some boundaries, healthy boundaries, so that at the end of the day, the decisions you make, you are at peace with. So when you think about some boundaries, you know, what boundaries could you put in place for your sleep? What boundaries could you put in place for your self-care? I'll give you one example. Actually, I'll give you two examples that I see a lot of. One, people will schedule meetings at times when it's not a smart decision. This is why I will never use a Calendly link or an automated calendar schedules because I want to very intentionally put meetings in my calendar. Because when I don't, then sometimes I can get scheduled, you know, three hours without a a break. And for me, that's violating a boundary. I cannot go for more than two hours without taking a break and being mentally at my best. So for me, I have these boundaries in place so that I can manage my time more effectively. And I'm not showing up, you know, zombie like and exhausted because I've been on Zoom for three hours. So that's one thing I see a lot of is people not effectively managing their calendar or how people are taking their time. When you send out a calendar link, you're giving anybody the authority to choose how you're spending your day. So one thing to think about, and I know that there's a ton of rules that you can put in place, and I've seen people do a really good job of it. Amanda, who designed my website for me, she does a fantastic job. I look at her calendar link, and she's got very specific days of the week and very specific chunks of time because she has to get childcare. And so for her, the boundary is required to help her manage her time and her family effectively. And those boundaries are fantastic because I'm not going to sit there and complain that I can only get on her calendar during specific times. I just adapt, right? So other people will adapt to the boundaries that you put in place. And I think that is an incredibly effective way for her to manage her energy.
1: This is not technically a new concept, but it's a new concept in business. The generations before us you worked a nine to five and you, quote unquote, hustled all day long. And the only thing that mattered was showing up and going to work and giving your all Monday through Friday and recouping on the weekends from your exhausting work week. We live in a world now that we don't have to do that. You and I both are very blessed that we get to really schedule our time. If we don't want to do it, we just don't fucking do it. Yeah. Most people are on the transition of that. They either are going to open their own business or getting to the point in their career where they can be a little bit more liquid. Even if you don't have the capability of doing it, like it's so foreign to you to have to schedule your, your time out like that. Understand that that's normal. Like This is still new for the working world. And, and companies are getting used to it. They're having to adapt quickly from systems that have been around for 60 years.
0: Well, and – even in the corporate environment, nobody is going to chastise you for taking a thirty minute break to go walk around the building. I've worked with companies where the leader of the organization said, Hey Kylie, let's take a quick thirty minute break and go on a walk.
1: Yeah, but if it's not normal company culture, which in a lot of places it isn't, then that's gonna be like, you know, slapping the boss essentially. Like I'm leaving, you're leaving for 30 minutes to go walk around the building. I've never heard of that because this guy that's been there for 60 years has never done it. So is it wrong? No. Are you going to get a little heat? You could depending on the industry you're in, but I doubt it. But just understand that that this is implementable in some places and is going to be a tough road in others.
0: Well, and I think, if that is the case, where let's say you go for a 30 minute walk to reset your brain during your work day and the boss says something to you, it gives you some data. This may not be the organization that's going to support you moving forward. And so, it again, it's just data for you to consider as you evaluate whether or not your values are aligned to the organization that you're working with.
1: Isn't that beautiful? It is. I just love it. The more data you can make better decisions. Exactly. I mean, I'm. I love it.
0: (laughs) Exactly. All right. So as we think about boundaries and how you craft your own boundaries, when I worked with Alex on this for myself, we talked about what am I okay with? What am I okay with all the time? Cussing. Maybe I'm fine with cussing. What am I sometimes okay with? I'm Sometimes okay with cussing during a presentation if I know my audience. What am I never okay with? Someone cussing at me in an angry tone, right? For example, these would be boundaries around cussing. Yeah. When you think about that icky feeling you get when it probably is a good indicator for you to throw up a boundary – is it icky all the time or is it icky sometimes? And think about what what is my rule that I can follow so that I have a healthy boundary in place and I can make this decision a lot faster. You know, maybe it's hanging around with somebody. You know, I've got somebody who I called a friend at one point in my life and this individual has spent a lot of time drinking. And right now in my life, I don't want to be around a ton of drinking because it's just not something that I enjoy anymore. And it's also not something that, you know, I think highly driven people are doing in great quantities, right? So I want to be around driven and motivated people. And so what it really comes down to is are we really at the same stage in life? And so it may be that, you know what, I'm fine to hang out with her if we go to the gym together, but I'm not fine to hang out with her if we're at a bar together because I don't wanna be a babysitter or I don't wanna have to worry about how she's gonna show up if she has too many drinks.
1: So I think boundaries are energy levels, right? So like it all is, like we said, a protection of your energy, right? So I've used this analogy before in the last couple ones, and the analogy I use for my uh, athletes is your energy level is a cup of water, right? Your body's a cup of water. Every time you do something, you're shaking the cup and water's coming out. You need to be very careful in the weight room and outside of the weight room what you spend that energy on because you only have so much. So if I'm occupying a ton of time for people that want free stuff or people that don't see my value or people that have expectations that I don't want to fulfill but I feel like I need to because of a friendship or so on. I'm shaking that cup violently sometimes, spending a lot of time and energy on it and there's no refill. At the end of the day, I only have so much water. So just be careful what you spend it on think of your body, uh, if this resonates, as a cup of water. What am I doing when I shake this person's hand and accept this, this, this duty, this expectation? Am, am I shaking it really hard? Am I using a ton of energy? Am I going to go home and focus on this for four hours to build this stupid program that nobody's going to follow, that I'm going to have to call them every day to make sure they're following it? It's too much energy. So there's a boundary right there.
0: Kevin Bailey always says, energy before action. He is uh, somebody that I, I got some really great mindset training from. And one of the the taglines that he always says is, energy before action. Think about your energy before you actually take the action and do the thing. Because if your energy is not in the right place, it's telling you something. Like, if you feel like this is going to be a waste of your energy or you feel like it's going to be something you're not going to enjoy, double double check yourself on whether or not you actually want to follow through with it.
1: Well, you're in your head for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the human system's so cool because it has checks and balances built into it. If you're in your head during this conversation with somebody that's asking you to do something, I would be very, very – leery about accepting it because there's all these red flags going off inside of your noggin for a reason. Whether or not you've figured out what it is, it's there to protect you because your body's a defense mechanism. So it might see, it might feel before you even know it, this is going to be one hell of a waste of time or a time sucker. And it might be going against the core value of yours without you even knowing it right away. But the red flags are you being in your head about the conversation immediately
0: and once you slowly but surely start to pick off these energy suckers that are taking your energy in life you'll find that you're at peace and very content a lot more of the time and ultimately that peace is what's going to bring you happiness
1: because you're in line with your core values you're not allowing somebody to take advantage of them
0: if you don't have your core values by now just restart this whole podcast and and go get those because they're essential
1: yes one thing i've noticed is with clients the more rigid i am and the more boundaries i have based on my piece two things happen one they respect you because you have a structure people admire people with structure And two, I can give more of myself to that individual because I have boundaries that allow me to uh, recoup. I'm pretty extroverted. I love people. Like I can sit in a room and talk to people all day long, but I still need recharge time.
0: There are exceptions, right? And for the most part, 95% of the time, I'm going to say no to an after hours discussion. But I have one client who's a student, she is in Pacific time. And the only time I can meet with her is after school. And in that case, I'm totally fine making an exception because we don't have other options. So I want to be clear, we don't have to be super rigid if it's going to prevent you from being impactful, right? So I wouldn't be able to work with Bella Shout out to Bella. Hey, Bella. If I wasn't able to adapt my schedule and take that call, and it's at 730 my time in the evening, which doesn't bother me because it works.
1: Well, and you got to look at who you're working with too, right? The stress level with her is pretty minimal.
0: No, she's awesome. It's actually a fun conversation at 730.
1: And you seem pretty charged every time you're done talking to her and excited. And that's what I think the number one component is to that is this person laborsome? Is it an issue that's going to cause me some, some serious turmoil to work through? Are we trudging, trudging through the mud to make it through this? That's probably one you need to set some healthier boundaries for. Ones that are fun like that, I've got a couple clients that I love talking to, and those are easy to work with. So the boundaries are a little looser.
0: So keep your boundaries, but also remember flexibility may be necessary.
1: And when you're new to this, you're going to have to go through this filter process of finding out what is important and what is not. Yep. You and I were both a part of a group that at one point in time was important to us because we saw the benefit, but very quickly, you and I both independently did not see the benefit. So, now it's not worth our time. Set some boundaries around it.
0: Well, and as your priorities change and your vision becomes more and more developed, you're going to realize what's helping you get to your goal, and maybe what what might actually be a distraction. Having that vision and setting these boundaries so that you can get to the vision faster is how you shortcut the process. It's how we get to our goals and see our, our vision come to life sooner.
1: Yeah, just ask yourself, is the time I'm spending here pushing me towards my goal? Is it sidetracking me hard and pushing me off the path? Then take a couple extra minutes to decipher whether or not that's worth your time. And if it isn't pushing you off your off your path, go for it. Have a good time doing it. And don't feel bad if you have a great time going.
0: Thanks for listening to Redefining Resilience.
1: To learn more about building your mental and physical readiness, check out odysseyresilience.org.
0: And follow us on Instagram, LinkedIn, and TikTok.
1: Perfect.
0: Do you want to say that without cracking
1: your voice? Perfect.